0: Welcome to this week's episode of Free Circle Freedoms. In this episode, we are going to continue looking inside Visualized American Government, 1964 edition. We're going to cover the contest over ratification, also supporters of the new Constitution. Let's go ahead and get into it. contest over ratification. The framing of the Constitution was only half the battle. The equally difficult task of securing the ratification still lay ahead. There was considerable doubt that the necessary approval of nine states would be forthcoming. In every state, persons interested in political and economic issues began to organize according to their beliefs. One party known as Federalist, advocating for ratification, the other called Anti-Federalist, actively opposing it. The campaign for election of ratification conventions evoked a flood of oratory. Pamphlet literature, newspaper arguments, and oral debate, in which the motives of the leaders on both sides frequently were attacked. The Anti-Federalists denounced the secrecy which had surrounded the framing of the Constitution and the haste with which the Champions sought its adoption. They attacked the technical violation of the instructions to amend the Articles and also termed the provision for ratification unconstitutional. Staunch defenders of states' rights, like Patrick Henry of Virginia and Yates of New York, appealed to the people to reject a plan which proposed the consolidation of the United States into one government. Ardent Democrats, led by George Mason, of Virginia and Elbridge Gerry of Massachusetts two delegates who had refused to sign the constitution condemned the absence of a bill of rights and warned that a single strong executive might convert the republic into a monarchy the largest economic group in opposition to the constitution was the small farmer class which feared dual taxation but this group was unable to make its entire strength felt. Many of their numbers were disfranchised by the high property qualifications prevailing in some of the states. Others from the frontier settlements found it difficult to travel over wilderness trails to a polling place. <music> Supporters of the new Constitution. For the Federalists, the brunt of the battle was borne by those delegates who had signed the Constitution. Wilson was active in Pennsylvania, Hamilton in New York, Madison and Randolph in Virginia, Pinckney in South Carolina. The main arguments in support of the new form of government were contained in a series of remarkable essays by Hamilton, Madison, and Jay, first printed anonymously in a New York newspaper and later published in a book form as The Federalist. Although composed in the heat of a bitter political fight and clearly designed as a campaign literature, the Federalist was so sound in logic and so lucid in style that it has remained the classic exposition of the Constitution. Jefferson labeled it the best commentary on the principles of government which has ever been written. The strongest argument in favor of the new constitution was the indisputable fact that government under the Articles had broken down. A change of some sort was imperative to the business and financial interest. The new plan providing for a stronger central government held out the promise of immediate gain through an extension of commerce. And an increase in the value of securities and land. To the southern planters, a stronger federal power appeared to furnish additional security against possible slave insertions. To patriotic organizations such as the Society of Cincinnati, a firmer union seemed necessary to preserve the independence grained at such great sacrifice. Well, that's going to be it for this week's episode of Free Circle Freedoms. Make sure you share, like, and subscribe. Also, join us next week when we dive back into Visualized American Government 1964 Edition And we are going to cover victory of the Federalists, completion of the Federal Union. Don't miss it next week, Sunday, right here, Free Circle Freedoms.